Welcome to the Coaching Connection Podcast, brought to you by the Gateway Training Center, the home for all of your life coach training needs. I am Katie Rushton, educator and your trusted friend in the coaching world. I am here to share with you best practices, coaching examples, and tools to help you on your professional coaching journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Coaching Connection Podcast. I'm Katie Rushton, your coach educator, and today I have with me my husband, Fred. Hello, that's me. (laughs) Sure is. Mm -hmm. For the next six episodes of the show, we are going to demonstrate coaching sessions as if we are starting from the very beginning and progressing as far as we can for those six examples. Now, I know that Fred is my husband and I would not encourage anyone (laughs) to really coach their spouse. The only reason that this is an exception is because Fred is also a trained coach. In other words, it's not about me coaching Fred. It's about us using this platform as an opportunity to showcase coaching skills. And especially for those that are just starting to coach and wondering, well, what does session one sound like? What does session two sound like? And remember in coaching, there isn't one right way to coach and there isn't one right path to take especially as you progress from session one to session two to session three. Having said that, keep in mind that coaching is like a good story. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. In more coaching terms, that might sound like the initial stage where you get to know each other and you are collecting information about the person's hopes and dreams and goals and creating that vision, gaining the clarity around what it is that they want to achieve through the coaching relationship. The middle is that working element. It's when you'll create the roadmap together and that's where you'll spend most of the time. And then you have a natural ending, which will be different for every coach and coach E because this also ties into what you might offer as a coach. Some coaches might offer one session And then one session after that and one session after that with no contract for multiple sessions. Other coaches might offer packages, which can again range from a different time frame, six weeks, 12 weeks, all the way up to a year and some even longer. Therefore, this is just one example of how the progression of coaching can go. Throughout the years of having this podcast, we hope to be able to showcase different coaching philosophies, including different concepts and ideas to showcase how other people coach. Even listening to Fred coach versus myself, you will see that we are very different. And that is one of the beautiful elements of coaching. Now we are going to begin. Imagine we have just completed going through the coaching contract, making sure that I've answered any extra questions about what to expect, what coaching is and what it isn't, along with confidentiality, and then bridging into the intake form. For those that don't know, an intake form is an opportunity to gather information such as what would you like to work on during our time together, what is the ultimate goal, and then questions that are unique to your specialty. I'm going to begin by asking Fred a general question 
and we'll see where it goes from there. As this is our first session together, Fred, I want to start by asking a question to get to know you. What is an event that has shaped your life? Oh, that's a great question. The first thing that comes to mind for me is not too long ago, I had the opportunity to jump out of a flying airplane. Impressive. <laughs> yeah. It was strapped to an instructor with a parachute. A, so, a tandem jump? Yes, yes. So a very safe way of going skydiving. But I feel like it's one that shaped me because I had a sort of realization that while this is something that I was apprehensive about doing, it was something that I wanted to do, but still had apprehensions about it. It made me realize that there are so many things in life that we don't do because we're afraid of them or have certain fears around the situation. So it made me realize that there are so many adventures to be had on the other side of what scares us. And it's not just big, grand things like jumping out of an airplane, but it could be simple, everyday things like deciding if you're in the right job, whether you should quit and find something different. I can sense the energy that you have and the excitement about the lesson that you learned from that experience. It's almost as if you are reliving it as you're telling me right now. Absolutely. It was very powerful. What would you say is the most important thing to you right now in life? Oh, so many things. I would say the most important thing in my life right now is focusing on building my business, the business that my wife and I have together, because that is what is going to help me have more control over my life to be able to do more things like the jumping out of a plane. Building on what is most important to you, what is one professional and one personal dream that you have that you would like to achieve in the next two years? Hmm. As far as professional, I almost feel like this is both professional and personal because it has elements of both. But I would say that it is working on a new project that I've just started called 52 Fears, which actually started from that same experience of jumping out of the airplane. What I want to do is every week for the next year, do something that is overcoming a different fear, either a fear that I personally have or just one that is common for many people and showing what can be experienced once that is overcome. Imagine a line and in the middle of the line is a dot and that dot represents the project 52 fears. To the left you have the personal element and to the right you have the professional element. What are you hoping to gain either side of the project? On the personal side, I would say I'm hoping to experience, well, more experiences that I find enjoyable and enhance my, my own life. On the professional side, I want to inspire people to be able to overcome their own fears and experience the things that they never thought they could. I'm starting to create a picture and realize that you value adventure and that experience you had with the skydive 
has really opened something from within where not only do you want to meet that value you have, but help other people as part of the process. Take a moment and complete the following sentence. Right now, I feel the greatest sense of need for. I would say that I feel the need to be more intentional about what I do. Instead of the word intentional, what word would you use to describe how you currently approach what it is that you need to do? I would say that it's sort of the opposite of intentionality, which is complacency. I can hear in your voice that this is something you really want to work on and change because it seems like it's a barrier between where you are now and where you want to be, what you've described as being the most important to you in those adventures that you seek. How would you tie what you've just shared with me into the reasons you have for hiring a coach in the first place? I would say that it's definitely about recognizing the potential that I have, but I'm not actually tapping into right now. So I would say that the the reason I wanted to have a coach is to be able to overcome whatever mental block it is in my mind to be more intentional where I just seem to want to be a lot more complacent in my life right now. Sounds like there's a conflict between having the desire to make strides on the projects that you have and then potential distractions or blocks that you're experiencing that is holding you back. Bringing everything that you've shared so far together, how would you articulate what it is you want to achieve into a specific goal? Within our time together in the next six weeks, I would like to have experienced some kind of mindset shift to where I'm able to take more intentional action with regard to my 52 Fears project. Imagine that you went to bed tonight and a miracle happened, but you don't know that a miracle happened. You just know things are different. You wake up in the morning and now you are more intentional. You have experienced that clarity shift that you said that you wanted to. What is the first thing that you notice is different about your approach to your 52 Fears project? I would say the first thing that I would notice is just having a general confidence about what I'm going to accomplish that day with respect to the project. You mentioned that your goal is to go from being complacent to intentional. What is one key that you've just shared with me that can help make that change? Confidence. Sit with that for a moment. What are you realizing about what it is that you need right now? Oh, that's an interesting thought. I always kind of thought it was more about planning my day better or not being distracted. But now I'm seeing that it's about having more confidence in myself. As you move toward a more confident version of yourself, what are you moving away from? I feel like I'd be moving away from 
being more of a passenger in life to taking the driver's seat. Sounds like you're making the connection to complacency and being a passenger and intentionality to being the driver and you're seeking the confidence to get out of one side and go to the other. I'd like to pause for a moment and summarize what we have discussed so far. You have shared that your goal for our time together is to be more intentional about your life and part of that is that you've just discovered that you want to become more confident. With the rest of the time that we have together today in our first session, what would you like to discuss that will get you one step closer to obtaining your goal? I would like to identify one thing that I can increase my confidence in this week. To start with, how would you define confidence? I would define confidence as intrinsic motivation and a real go get them attitude. Confidence to you then is internal and it leads to action, but not only any type of action, action with some gusto. Absolutely, yes. Think back to a time in your life where you did have that intrinsic motivation and you did take action. What was different? The first thing that comes to mind is thinking back to my high school days when I joined a robotics team. I certainly was very shy in my younger days. And even though that still continued as I was part of the robotics team, I was in a place where I knew the skills that I had and was developing were useful and appreciated. And it was something that I truly had a passion for. Sounds like confidence comes more naturally when you are engaging in projects that you're truly passionate about. And linking this to your 52 fears, I definitely get the sense that that is something that you have a passion for. I want to circle back for a second to how you defined confidence. The first element you shared was the phrase or concept, intrinsic motivation. What does that mean to you? I would say that it means having a desire to do something where you don't need any sort of outside prodding or reward in order to do it. So it's more of a personal choice. What do you know about the root meaning of the word confidence? I would say nothing. Cool. Do you have your phone close by? Yeah, let me just grab it. Okay. When you get it, <laughs> please look up the root word or root definition of the word confidence and let me know what you discover. What I'm seeing here is confidence comes from a Latin word, fidir, which means to trust. Therefore, having self-confidence is having trust in oneself. When you add that to your definition of confidence, how does that enhance the meaning? Hmm. Well, it's adding a trust element. So adding it to my definition means essentially trusting in my own choices. When I asked you what you wanted the focus 
of the rest of our time together to be. You mentioned that you wanted to identify one area in your life that you could build confidence in. Essentially, you've already achieved that by identifying a core concept to confidence is trusting in your own choices and trusting in yourself. What is one small change that you can make around confidence and trusting your choices that will make a huge impact over the next week in relation to your long-term goal with 52 Fears? One thing that I've been trying to get done for a little while now is getting my first episode of a podcast done. This is actually the second fear that I've been working on. So if I can this week get that first podcast episode recorded and all edited and ready to go, that would be a fantastic start. You mentioned earlier on that you had the perception that it was a lack of planning or distraction that was holding you back from taking these action steps. Now you've identified confidence and and shared that confidence is about that intrinsic motivation. What are your top three reasons for making this happen? I would say that number one, this is the first step towards really actually kicking off my 52 Fears journey. When you say that, you mean the podcast episode? Yes. Okay. The second reason is about overcoming a fear, just like this whole journey is about. Once I have completed this first episode, I'll be able to be more confident in moving forward with all the rest. I've noticed that there's actually a cycle that you're creating based on your definition, because you had the internal and then you had the action. By moving forward with the first podcast episode, that being your second fear to overcome, the action is fueling that internal confidence. Oh, wow. I hadn't made that connection before, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And what is the third? The third is that this is a step toward becoming who I really want to be and know I can be rather than just who I've sort of ended up being to this point in my life. Now it sounds like you're describing life purpose and almost a calling or destiny. How would you describe who you want to become in terms of what you feel your purpose is in life? Wow, that is a very good question. I would say that the person I want to become is someone who is clearly confident in their choices, decisions, and is looked up to as someone who is not necessarily a leader per se, but who has qualities that others want to emulate. That answers the question, who you want to become. And it sounds like you want to be an example to those around you, close and afar. It doesn't 100% answer the question, what is your purpose? How would you answer that? You know, at this point, I feel like that's something that I need to continue to work on. I don't really have a clear view of what that is right now. 
in terms of time frame and how important that is to you, when would you want to work on that? I feel like the sooner the better. There's an activity that I often assign people that I work with that really walks you through answering several questions and doing some different exercises to uncover what your life purpose is by looking back at when you have been on purpose in your life. If you're open to that, that is something that I can share with you after our session today for you to do in preparation for another time that we are working together. I'd be open to that, yes. Okay, we sidestepped there for a minute. <laughs> now going back to summarize how you answered the question, what are three reasons for your intrinsic motivation? And you mentioned that it's creating the podcast is one of the first things to get the 52 Fears Project going. It's your second fear that you are overcoming. And so that will increase confidence. And then your third reason was because it's going to help develop that living a life on purpose and becoming who you want to be. The second part of confidence that you identified was that energy, that get up and go, that action side to it. What are three things that you can do to match that area of confidence that you've identified? The first thing I'm going to do is set aside a specific time where all I will do is work on this podcast. I won't let anything else get in the way of that time. And that's going to tap into being intentional. How can you be more specific? To be more specific, I will set aside four hours on Thursday afternoon of this week to focus solely on creating this podcast. What do you need to complete during that time to have the first episode complete? I need to make my outline, need to practice it a couple of times, and then hit record and actually go through the podcast. I also need to decide on intro and outro music. I need to figure out the hosting, be able to publish it there. And I also want to set up my camera so that I can record bits and pieces of it to share on my social media platforms. What can you do right now to remember this so that after our conversation has ended, you don't forget the things that you've planned? I'm putting it on my calendar right now as we speak. Lovely. To recap then, the first thing that you said you want to do is plan. Plan what you're going to do during that time when you work on the podcast. What is the second thing you would like to do? The second thing I need to do is prepare. This means that I need to have a clean office and have all of the materials that I need, the equipment that I need gathered together so that when I sit down to start, I am totally good to go. And then number three, I've gone from planning to preparing. Now I need to actually produce the podcast. So that means everything that I mentioned in my plan to actually get it completed. To summarize, 
you have shared three reasons why this is important to you to make the podcast and three action steps that you would like to do, the preparation, the planning, and then the producing of the podcast. When you connect this back to how we began our conversation about what is most important to you and how you said that you wanted to live an intentional life, holding all this together now, if you could create a statement of intention, what would that statement of intention say? This is the statement of intention that I have written down. I will plan, prepare, and produce my first podcast episode so that I can kick off my 52 Fears journey, overcome my fear of hosting a podcast, and get closer to who I want to be. Wow. Listening to you read that, not only did you have confidence, you had the energy to back it, which is what you said you were looking for. Hearing yourself read it, what feelings did you have within? I would say that I certainly did feel my confidence growing because it pulled together, as you said, all of the action steps as well as my motivations. It just solidified in my mind how important this is for me. And I can definitely sense that it is important to you. And it's something that you want to own, you want to do, and you want to become. What, if anything, would you like to discuss in our remaining moments in terms of obstacles that you want to plan for to overcome? I think the potential obstacles that are there have already been in the back of my mind throughout our discussion. And especially when we talked about the planning and preparing they already have been resolved in that process that we've already discussed. So I don't think there's anything further that would be necessary. On a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to your statement of intention? I would honestly say I am at a 10. And what made you say a 10 versus a nine? I feel like the whole discussion that we've had and the detail we've gone into has really just solidified how exactly it's going to take place. And I can visualize it with such clarity that I just don't have any doubt that it's going to happen. It's interesting how we've spent much of our time talking about confidence and for you to end on a note with such high confidence to say, there's no doubt that I'll get this done. That's a huge step from creating an intentional life that you said that you wanted to, to create. With the time that we have spent together, what has been the greatest insight that you've gained about yourself? I would say the biggest insight is the understanding that confidence is about trusting in my choices. And trusting in yourself. Yes, I agree. One more time for me, Fred. Please read your statement of intention. I will plan, prepare, and produce my first podcast episode so that I can kick off my 52 Fears journey, overcome my fear of hosting a podcast, and get closer to who I want to be. One last question for you. 
Who is going to help you stay accountable to the statement of intention, which is ultimately your goal that you have set for this week? I will share it with my wife and she will be more than happy to help me accomplish it. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Well, thank you for your time today. And I look forward to seeing you next week where we will start by going over what you've achieved. And I will also email you the exercise on how to start looking at what is your life purpose. And we can explore that further when we are together. All right. I look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Coaching Connection Podcast. We hope you were able to gain insights that you can use in your own coaching journey and practice. Be sure to come back and catch session two next week and find out how sessions can build on each other and whether or not I follow through on my commitments. We'll see you then.